There is a podcast about an island in the North Atlantic where people have been looking for an incredible treasure for more than 200 years. Hello, welcome back to Could It Be, an Oak Island podcast. We are your hosts, Deidre and Dustin White. Hey, everybody. Hey, hey. Hope you all had a good short week this week. We're recording a little bit earlier than usual. Well, we started a contest. Yes, that was exciting. Yeah, so if anybody wants to enter our contest to win a the copy of the book, The Curse of Oak Island. The new book by Randall Sullivan. You know, they've talked with him a couple times on the show, and we've seen you know, a decent amount of him. So I'm pretty excited to get in and get reading that one. Yeah, and if you want to win a copy of that book yourself, you could just go to our Facebook page and there is a specific post that we put up and you'll know exactly what it is when you see it. It's got a cover of the uh the cover of the book is the picture of the post and it's got the giant skull with the island you know the island that has a skull under the water Mm -hmm. um but all you have to do is find that post click like click share and you're entered yeah but how long is that going on we will be drawing a winner on february 19th we're going to do a facebook live uh we will be drawing the winner 15 minutes before the episode of the curse of oak island airs that night well, that's exciting. On the East Coast. So there'll be 5.45 our time, but it'll be 8.45 p.m. on East Coast time. Well, we'll be excited to give that out to whoever wins the book. Yep, and no worries. We'll ship it internationally if you're an international winner. Absolutely. So what else? That That's obviously very exciting. Yes. I can't. I, I, I'm excited to uh, have a... A giveaway like this we'll probably figure out some more things to do in the future this is a great place to start also we have a little bit of a interview done with us this week on mysterious writings by jenny kyle she has a series that she has been doing for a number of years called six questions and it's basically well she sent us um, a series of questions that we are just going to type out an answer so it's it's not like a video interview but it's a text interview and we're excited to participate and if you want to check that out should be available sometime next week yeah i'm feeling super honored that she wants to do that with us she's done it with forest fen yep and a variety of other really important people within the treasure hunting community yeah she she does a few with different uh people that you know search for treasures around the world so Mm -hmm. um yeah it's it's an honor we're happy to participate and we we're looking forward to answering those questions yep hopefully we give her something good (laughs) (laughs) and uh those who want to take a read they'll learn more about us and we're excited to share yeah, like uh, one of the questions because we've we've just we've just received them today and we looked at them and like what got us into treasure hunting? You know that'll be hopefully a fun story for you guys to read. Uh, we will link it on our Facebook page and Twitter when it goes live. So just if you follow us, you'll you'll be able to see that when it comes out. Okay. So you ready to talk about the Curse of Oak Island? Oh yeah, all about the good stuff. Episode number nine, where we spend a lot of time in Smith's Cove. Where we got to spend a lot of time on the inside of the cofferdam. 
Yes, which was super exciting. More Expos- digging. Exposing some cool stuff. Dig, 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 That's dig. what Gary says. <laughs> I'm with you, Derry. Derry. Gary, dig. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, it's funny. Um, when they were digging and exposing U-shaped structure, they already exposed some of it at this point, but mm-hmm. Gary says, hey, guys, wait a second. Let me, uh, you guys want me to come down there and do a little metal detecting? Mm-hmm. And he goes down there. He starts sweeping his metal detector around, and it's like the first time we ever see Gary fail. He doesn't <laughs> well, find anything. It's funny because he says, "Hey, you guys, want me to come down there metal detect?" And they're all kind of like, mm, "Sure, I guess." <laughs> you know, they look at him. They're probably thinking, "Dude, pick up a shovel." Like, nah. come on. No, that's not his. That's not. He's there to find cool artifacts with his metal detector. I bet you they were tired and would He's be not... like, I'll take some lemonade and a shovel. Okay, don't you ever hear the Mr. Robert Clotworthy, the narrator, say, Gary Drayton, metal detection expert? Uh, Yeah. Yeah, like... they don't say he's a digging expert, okay? Well, neither is anybody else. Yeah, but his, his jam is metal detecting. That's true. His jam is metal detecting. And know what he finds this episode? Hmm. A penny. A penny. <laughs> yeah, well, we'll come to that later when we talk about the wash plant. I'm still not impressed. <laughs> I'm okay, not. okay. Yeah. So, anyway, they find a bunch more Roman numerals. Mm-hmm. So, let's see here. They come up with XI. Mm-hmm. XII. Mm-hmm. And then they say that... Laird must be standing on number 10. Number 10. So, X. <laughs> uh, so, we have, what, 12? We have, yeah, 12. Total. Total. I guess. I guess. That's it, what we heard. The, the, yeah, that's what we've seen so far. Yeah. So, what? It, well, did they ever like, come to a consensus of what the U-shaped structure was? They did not come to a complete consensus. Yeah, but didn't, uh, like, Jack had some speech, almost, it seemed like. (laughs) It was an epic speech because I just kept pointing at the screen saying, he's saying exactly what I said on the last podcast. (laughs) I was like, it's a damn. But he hadn't, you know, seen the wood wall yet either, Mm -hmm. which was my proof that it was indeed what we were saying. And then they're talking about all the till. It's still your theory. It's still my theory. It's not proof. You mean just because Jack said it, it's not proof. <laughs> hey, Jack's been there. Jack's been He's, there. He knows. He he knows things. He knows things. Well, they put that out there. But then also, who is it? It's Marty and Laird are talking when they're measuring out the U-shaped structure because they want full measurements of the exact locations of everything and all that good stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, goes on to say, you know, if it is original depositor still even at low tide they're saying that those would be about two feet under water mm-hmm. but how do they have definitive proof that it's those logs would have been two feet underwater at the time in which it was deposited they're able to know what the sea level was during that time i'm not a geologist or you're a... not an expert <laughs> <laughs> No, I, but, I get it, but at the same time, I'm like, there's got to be a little fudge room, and they are, but yeah, they're... but not two feet. Yeah, I don't know. And they're talking about because they're not actually anchored into the bed or mm-hmm. anything, and we don't have any nails 
to make it more of like a newer modern structure. Mm-hmm. This is stuff that has been done with wooden pegs. It's notched in straight up Lincoln logs. So the pressure to hold it down would have to be pressure from above to keep it from floating up. Yep. So what is that? We don't know. No. But you know what I think? Um, my thought on it mm-hmm. is I bet you they had a wall of some sort mm-hmm. just on the inside of those logs mm-hmm. for the U-shaped structure if it was a copper dam. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, those logs were – or not those logs, sorry. Those walls were then removed. Like, mm-hmm. I think maybe the walls that they had found at the end of the episode were mm-hmm. something a little different. I don't know what. But I think it must – they must have – right on the inside of the U-shaped structure mm-hmm. had some kind of, you know, barrier. Because the log – the U-shaped structure, the logs of that itself, they're big logs, but they're not huge. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're not like <laughs> – five feet tall or anything you know mm-hmm. they're like a foot and a half or whatever mm-hmm. at most so they had to have something else that was taller than it to block whatever water and and it must have been affixed to the u-shaped structure i don't know are you or talking maybe about it... that second wall that they found no okay then i think i'm about... following I, I think it's I, my my thoughts just a theory of the u-shaped structure wasn't tall enough to block out water mm-hmm. so kind of so let me let me not see all day anyway there's there's so many possibilities <laughs> at this point and then maybe i was wrong too maybe it could be that there was a wall on the outside mm-hmm. or maybe it was like a maybe it was two slanted walls into each other with and it was kind of a triangle mm-hmm. to keep a triangle <laughs> i don't know I, I wasn't there. <laughs> what? You're not that old? I don't know. It's hard. It's hard. I wasn't there. With, with that, well, and I wasn't there when they dug it up, like, you know, for the show either. If I, oh. if we were, it, no, and I wasn't there back in like 1500 or whatever. Oh, okay. I just thought I'd double check. Yeah. I mean, for all we know, it could be like in the 1800s when the U-shaped structure was put up. Mm-hmm. So... Don't well, know. And we talk a lot about this blue clay that has purposefully oh, yeah. been stacked around stuff. And you can see it, it's very, very different mm-hmm. as far as. And we know that soil gets different the deeper you get. But this is very different. They're talking about it being packed around purposefully. Yeah, because it wasn't down at the beach. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there isn't that kind of soil, Mm-mm. like naturally. No, it looked like the type of stuff that they had found in the money pit. Or so they say. Mm-hmm. 40 uh, to 50 feet deep. Yeah, I want, they said specifically on one of the layers that there was that same type of what they call blue clay across there. Yeah, they said it, it was about 40 feet. Yeah, they said feet. the 40-foot layer. Sorry, I'm yeah. just looking back at a couple of my notes. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, so that something and they specifically call out using it for waterproofing when they're it looks like it was purposefully used for waterproofing around the u-shaped structure and then that new wall that they have discovered yeah yeah that's it's true. consistently around both of those structures yeah very purposeful yeah so what's that new wall because it it's a little removed from the u-shaped structure right mm-hmm. so Oh, oh, I know. I explained this last week. <laughs> that that wall is part, it goes with the U-shaped structure. Cause you, to do what? To keep out water while you're building your box 
drains, mm. aka aqueducts, which we get a glimpse <laughs> of in the next episode. See, I've already solved. <laughs> I've already solved it. Ninety foot stone is a recipe written in code for glass. <laughs> yeah, and, that's a throwback, <laughs> right? It's a good one though. Yeah. Um, and then this is just part of the dams that they made for, you know, making their box yeah, drains. Yeah, that was uh, maybe I, sure. Mm-hmm. That's not as watertight as the uh, copper dam they have up now, though. Um. No. No, it is not. So I wonder how well it worked. I mean, if it if they were able to, you know, make the box drains while if that was what held the water back, I don't know. I I wonder how how they did it all. And what year was it? Because if we look back, was it during a really dry year? Did they do it during a summer where the tide was lower? Mhm. Because of that? We don't we don't know. But it might be something that needs to be considered. They will cover it, I'm sure. Maybe. Who knows? We haven't seen the end of any of this yet, so. That's true, because we have 30 episodes, right? (laughs) Nah, something like that. Not quite. I think we still have at least 10 or 15 more episodes left, though, this season. Yeah, because we're on episode 9. Yeah, and I think they, was it 24, 26, something like that? I, I thought it was 30. No, that's next season. It's got picked up for, I think, 30 episodes next season. Wow. Yeah. That's exciting. Something like that. Obviously, we're super in the know. Maybe <laughs> we should uh, be a bit better about that. Okay, so Smith's Cove has been awesome, and I know you've got a bone to pick about the wash plant. Not get it a bone Always. to pick. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. Okay, too. go ahead. No, it's just, it's cool. It's it's good. It gets what, it, okay, they're not digging. They're not running the spoils of the money pit area through the wash plant right now. Okay. Okay. This is Smith's Cove. Okay. I don't think they're going to be finding human bones on Smith's Cove. Okay. That's just, that's not something that they found before on uh, in that area. My main concern was last week when I was talking about it was finding bones with the wash plant is going to be impossible. So at least I know they're not. It's not impossible. They have oh eyeballs. Oh my gosh. Did you see how fast that conveyor belt was running? Yes. Did you also see they told him to stop it and oh, yeah. so they could look Every... and rake and that oh, first they would oh, metal good. detect. Oh my gosh. I'm so happy that they're, so they're going to stop it every five seconds to get a good look at everything on no, the conveyor belt. They have, they mm. rake out the pile. Okay. They metal detect it. At that point, oh, it's put to the side mm-hmm. so that it can then be examined. I didn't they, hear that. They Robert Clotworthy specifically <laughs> pulled it out, pulled out. I felt like it was a shout out straight to you saying so that they can look through or whatever. I heard something like that. I It's not what I wanted. I It is not. I'm finding that clip and I'm just going to like play it to you again and again and again. I heard it. It's not what Obviously you think it you is. Besides, <laughs> they're going to take my advice. They're doing the mug and anchor pub situation mm. and going to put out all the spoils and everybody Everybody's that finds something trees, gets huh? free beer. Mm. Yep. That's all I'm saying. Well, you better clear that with them first. <laughs> yeah, they may, all, including the pub. <laughs> well, that's what I, that's what I mean. <laughs> oh, I thought you meant like. You know, those. I'm sure that everybody else will be fine with it. Yeah, that's true. No, I just, I don't get it. 
there was nothing there that told me that they were going to make sure they went through every little tiny piece, no matter what Cl Robert Clotworthy said. You know, there's also not as many, I mean, we don't have all the behind the scene workers, You like the little elves you thought magically came out <laughs> and did digging for them. Yeah, you know, I saw some people like in various shots that I didn't know who they were. Mm -hmm. There's there's a few other workers there helping them out. Yeah. So what? Like a couple people? I don't know. Billy's Handful. been pretty uh, prominent lately. Yeah, he has. The excavator driver. Mm -hmm. They keep having to tell him to stop. <laughs> He's like, all right, <laughs> whatever you want, guys. I get paid by the hour. That's cool. Right? <laughs> uh, good job, Billy. Yeah, no. Somebody that's really prominent lately is Terry Matheson, the geologist. Yeah, we've seen a lot more of him, you know, well. And he's, he's working closer with Laird. Yeah, and as they're digging in the mud, I'm going, do-do-do-do, do-do-do. Indiana Jones! Mm, why? Because um, they're archaeologists, <laughs> and they're all like, this should be in a museum! Sure. No? That's not what you see? Because that's definitely the first thing I see when they're <laughs> digging in a hole. Yeah, no, I, I understand the archaeologist, but I'm not so sure about the Indiana Jones. Did he dig in the mud? Like, was that a thing that he was seen doing a lot of in the he, movies? He was always dirty and was looking dirty. for old stuff. That's sure. I mean, that's like an exact <laughs> parallel here, you know. Like, just because these guys aren't getting shot at or anything doesn't man, make him any different. You see how, how dirty Laird was this episode? Man, he was just, like, <laughs> covered in dirt. He was so... Even on his face at some times. He was, like, the new Jack. Yeah. But he was uh, excited the whole time, too. Oh, yeah. He you was tell. stoked. I was afraid they were going to, like, try to push him away. Be like, dude, just close your eyes and go <laughs> dig in that hole we found in the middle of the other lot. Because we don't want you slowing us down in Smith's Cove. <laughs> and he's like, no, I ain't getting out of here. No, you can't get rid of him. Nope. He's way too involved. He's too invested. I know, but I felt like they don't want him to slow him down in there. So I thought they might... Keep nah. him hiding in the hole in the woods so that they... But he doesn't seem to be impeding anything, that's for sure. Nah, yeah, but uh, it's cool to see him working with Terry. I don't know. They're, they, I think they are a good team. Yep, they seem to be. And we also see Terry later on at the Money Pit opening the spoils for the Sonic Drill and stuff. Oh, you yeah. want to talk about that yet? No, we haven't talked about it yet. Should no, we? Do you want to? Yeah. Okay. I feel pretty good. Like we've touched on most everything in Smith's Cove. Yeah, I'm sure if anything else comes up, we can. Yeah, let's talk about the it. money pit. Money pit. Yep, Sonic Jillian. Yep. So last week, they thought they clip potentially clipped the edge of shaft six. Shaft six. Mm -hmm. So then, and that was by them going west so now they're going east to see if they could find the other side and at first they're all disappointed because it's just till and not wood but they're saying hey that could be good too because that's disturbed soil mm -hmm. and then bam wood five feet of it five feet of wood <laughs> pretty intense yeah it was a good find for the guys you know they something they were hoping to see mm -hmm. and they had they explain it something like whatever shaft six may have collapsed into because mm -hmm. it was the where they found all that wood was lower than where they kind of expected to mm -hmm. so they think they might be down deep into like the, the debris field yeah. and the whole collapse all this which is all speculation yeah. by the way <laughs> you know we've all speculated that 
it collapsed, including the money pit. I don't know that I buy that. I well, <laughs> we can't see underground. I mean, right? I buy that there was a shaft six. Mm-hmm. I'm sure that's well documented, but I don't buy that. Uh, There's no way it's that clean under there. <laughs> Everything collapsing into a debris field into one spot. Yeah, I, I don't know. It just doesn't make sense if you think about the. 90 foot stone Uh and if it was translated correctly which i think it probably wasn't um it's 40 feet below 40 feet 90 plus 40 is 130 feet Uh and they were digging at 100 and what 10 to 120 feet i think it was 118 feet yeah right and so this is above that which i mean could be give or take you know there's been so much stuff done there they could be at like, the right level. You could be at the I top of part of the timbers and stuff from the debris field, right? Yeah, I'm sure. I, I'm get it, theoretically, yeah, sure. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm, I don't <sighs> buy it. I think it's probably deeper. Is this like, this is where we're going to have to take the entire thing and do a giant grid and let Laird just like scrape away with a trowel for the next couple years until we get down there? That would be something. <laughs> It might be the only way. <laughs> uh, I Can feel you bad imagine? That can't happen. Not uh, one person. No, 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 no. There'd be a lot of very mini trowels out there, but that would be painstaking. Yeah, that wouldn't make very good TV either, I don't think. No. How's everybody doing with the trowels? Yeah. Anybody need the trowel sharpened? But it's, it was still exciting over yeah. in the money pit. Mm-hmm. You know what's funny? Like, I'm just thinking about this right now. Uh, the season started with us being super excited for the seismic testing you're right Mm -hmm. and that turned out to be kind of a dud you know yeah thinking back on it and some of those like was it digging deeper and drilling down and maddie like talking to the brothers and i'm thinking about a couple of times marty saying well we'll see or (laughs) something along the lines of you know, you got to be able to interpret the data. Yeah. Or, you know, it proves to be trickier than we thought. Mm-hmm. So I was like, great. So that gave you a hint that seismic wasn't uh, it all it was an, ho- we were hoping it would be? An inkling, but at the same time, like, the way this has all been presented, I was sure that it was going to be awesome. Hey, you know what? Maybe, just maybe, we're not done with seismic testing results yet because don't you remember what was it last week or the week before they gave all of the seismic Mm -hmm. data to mr travis Travis taylor Mm -hmm. compile his own report Mm -hmm. about yeah what did he say data fusion yeah i think data fusion yeah yeah and so he's gonna you know give them something at some point Mm -hmm. you know so we haven't seen the last of the seismic data uh but Right now, it seemed to have been kind of a, a fizzle, but maybe, you know, that guy with all those degrees makes some magic happen with them. Well, with anything like that, that's with data, with information, it is about the interpretation and being able to put together the puzzle mm-hmm. properly, right? Yeah. It's all things that have to be taken into consideration. I can force jigsaw puzzle pieces to fit, but doesn't mean they should belong there. Yeah, it's true. You know what else you can force to fit? No. Big big boulders uh, for a star map. <laughs> like like one's on Apple Island. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh that's 
it's a, a big, big boulder. Rock. It's a big boulder right where they said there should be. Oh wait, there's another and another and another. Okay. Okay. They seemed smaller at first, and I'll give them credit that once they actually stood next to him, I was like, wow, these are pretty big. But it just didn't seem... It was quite a stretch. I just don't get it, man. It's like there's big boulders everywhere. <laughs> I mean, you go somewhere... I'm sure each lot has a, a giant boulder somewhere on it, you know? And, uh, on Oak Island. And oh. Apple Island's much smaller, but that there was rocks everywhere. I know there, some of them were really small, but man... I don't know. The big, okay, so yes, they're, let's say they're all over Oak Island. Maybe there's one on, okay, three or whatever was on Apple Island. They're big the way they are. Mm -hmm. Okay, if we go to a few islands over further away, are we still getting these same random big boulders? If so, then, dude, I think we're stretching too hard. If not, then maybe they're a little bit more purposeful. Yeah, I don't know. Let's go check out the Frog Island. That's just to the north of Apple Island. The and, one that looks like a duck? Well, if you turn it kind of on, on its side, it, it does kind of look like a frog to me. So we but, have a frog, I, a duck, and a elephant, and an apple walk into a bar. Yeah. I don't have a very good uh, imagination, but yeah. I could almost see frog. Oh, I, I just <laughs> but I don't know if that's the reason it's called Frog Island. I don't know. Oh, man, maybe it's, like, covered with frogs and, like, some kind of plague happened there. Man, I ain't going to that <laughs> island. It sounds creepy. Because <laughs> you just created that island in your head. Yeah, exactly. It doesn't really exist. Yeah. You're going it... to be all right. Nope, nope. Well, yeah, because I'm not going there. Yeah. The Constellation Taurus, mm -hmm. right? Is it Taurus? Yeah. Okay. They have all these points all over Oak Island, and mm -hmm. it's showing Gary and Jack being all mm -hmm. excited. Oh, I really like this star map. Okay, I'm happy for you guys. That's great. But one of the one of the arms or mm -hmm. or legs of Taurus or whatever is sticking out in the middle of the water, just right next to Frog Island. Okay. Now is that okay? I'm not good with constellations here. Mm -hmm. So is that part of that constellation, yeah. or is it part of one that's like attached to it? No, it's part of the Taurus constellation. Okay. Like one of the stars for his map lined mm -hmm. up to Apple Island. A whole bunch of them line up on Oak Island. And then there's one right next to Frog Island that doesn't seem to... It's out in the middle of the water, not quite there. Maybe mm -hmm. if this is a legit thing, you know, maybe the shoreline was different during the days of the depositors. And there, you know, there was a stone in that location as well that either, you know, erosion, whatever, it rolled away or I, I don't know, like it got submerged into the water, right? Okay. So maybe there's something there. And maybe that was part of the Frog Island, mm -hmm. you know, hundreds and hundreds of years ago. Don't know. But it's just weird that there's one leg hanging out in the water. It's like we see in any type of treasure hunt, mm -hmm. any type of puzzle, though. We can make fit whatever we want to see. And I'm afraid that this might be one of those situations. I think they're really excited to see something concrete that... They can go look and verify and they see something like, oh, look, there's something. Yes, but I think... They don't get that every day, so they got to cling on to those things when they get them. Yeah, but here's the thing. They have something really concrete right now with Smith's Cove. You know, don't all, don't let all your wins come at once. Spread them out a little bit. I think Star Map's a bit of a stretch, which is probably why it... Yeah, know. but I think it is too, but I think it's an important thing to look at. I'm glad they're taking a serious look at it. Yes. Because maybe he's right. It seems far-fetched. It does seem perfect. I'm open to the possibility of being a thing. I hope mm -hmm. it, if it is a thing, I hope it's a thing. That'd be cool because that would 
make it something that can make a lot of potentially make some sense mm -hmm. and then be able to really pinpoint some things mm -hmm. if they can overlay the star map on it. It's just, it seems like it's not a thing though. <laughs> okay. But you know what would answer a lot of questions? What's that? Is if we could see what was written on the 90 foot stone. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> How, Mr. 90 Foot Stone, how do you feel about this no, episode? I, I liked it, actually. What? No, it's cool. They're, they have technology to apply to that thing that hasn't yet been shown. So the, the LiDAR scan showing just a couple characters does not bother me. I'm glad they touched on it. I'm glad they didn't spend a half hour on it. Yeah, they're like, so let's look at this side because that's the most interesting features. And they zoom in. I was like, so exactly what we've already seen. Yeah, and more defined. And so exactly what we've already seen. <laughs> and we could have used the white paint trick. Yeah, okay. But if you look at the way those uh, things are, those characters are carved into mm -hmm. the stone. Okay, so what what the thing that we think is an L? That has a really good like sharp right angle yes. on it. Did you notice that? Like, yeah, it wasn't jagged. It was just like a nice, neat right angle. Mm -hmm. So it took some precision to do that. But it would take more precision to make something very curved and such. If let's yeah, think, if true. it's very that's old, mm -hmm. they'd be using chisels with straight edges. Yeah, that's so true. yeah, that's why U's usually look like were V's. Back in the stone. day. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways. Well, yeah. I don't know. It impressed me. Okay. And then we <laughs> also had the upside down A, or if you flip the yeah. thing at 180 degrees, mm -hmm. you know, it looks like the letter A. You know, it just, I, I just remember looking at it and thinking, wow, those are some straight lines. That looks mm -hmm. really nice. But now you told you uh, remind me about a chisel is like, you know, pretty straight. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm a little less impressed. <laughs> I'm here to help. I'm here to dash dreams every day. Well, thanks. <laughs> You're welcome. No, I, I've really, I, I, I'm, I was fine with the results. Because I think they have some more tricks up their sleeves. Yeah, but here's the thing. They also didn't share what any of these other possibilities could be. And they're like, yeah, there's some yeah. other things. Be and nobody went into okay. what it is. Seems a little sketch. Like, are we going off the record they can't. Here? They can't explain everything in one episode. They, I didn't you have say to, they have to leave stuff. For, they have to leave stuff for later. Mm-hmm. This is a treasure hunt. You know what that means? That means it takes a long time to get answers. Okay? Like, I know. So it takes a lot of work to get to the end of the tunnel. Oh. I am aware. <laughs> especially flood tunnels. Yeah. And when they're being directed to the 90-foot stone, which... Oh, not to the 90-foot stone. You mean to the money pit? Yeah. And there was a 90-foot stone <laughs> in the money pit. So, <laughs> duh. Hello. I don't know. I was kind of disappointed hey, that there was all this buildup and we're like, hey, we're not... let's look at this side. Yep, that's all that's there, guys. It's okay. not the end of the story. And, you know, granted, they did, if this is indeed the 90-foot stone and 100%. the 90-foot stone was indeed used for beating leather and cutting on, it's very possible that these inscriptions are completely gone. That's true. We, we do need to come to terms with that sooner than later because yeah. once you beat away all of the inscription, get, it'll it'll be gone. Like when something's gone, vanished, gone, you, it, you can't bring it back. Maybe there's some kind of remnants in that you can't see because if you chisel the top of the rock, you disturb what's underneath that the surface. So yes. maybe there is proof 
under the surface kind of, you know, not deep or anything, but maybe. I don't know. I'm not a geologist. I'm not a rock expert. I'm not a LIDAR expert. What? I just, I just like to watch a TV show, okay? You just like to watch the show and speculate? Yeah. Okay. That's what we do. I, but I can go with that. I'm open to anything. And I, I, I feel so strongly that that is the 90-foot stone. I feel strongly that it's the 90-foot stone. I do not feel strongly that we are necessarily going to get these things this reading back well, i'm not confident that we're gonna get like each character on it but it'd be cool if we got a couple and i am optimistic that they can still do something with it well if they do not bring anything back then it will bring a whole new meaning to written in stone <laughs> it can be erased watch this someone give me a hammer Mm. Yeah, so don't try to tell me it's written in stone. <laughs> Nobody try to use that metaphor on me ever again. I will direct them to the 90-foot stone and tell them to go get their LIDAR, <laughs> and it still won't work. Okay. Anyways. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we talked about Money Pit. We talked about... Apple Island. Apple Island. We, we even talk talked about Frog Island. They didn't talk about that. Yeah, I know. Maybe they should have. You know what I wanted to talk about? What? Well, we're not going to talk about much, but I want to talk about, I I want to have a reason to talk about the swamp. You know what? I'm with you now. Okay. We're not even halfway through the season yet, so there's still lots to come. Yeah, and there's a lot of digging to happen in Smithsco. Yeah, and I'm excited for that. But I still, like, something tells me I want to see what's going on, what, what they can find in the swamp. But, you know, I don't want them to stop in Smith's Cove, so. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, it's one of those one things that a time but smith's cove is this huge operation yeah so we Man, can't it, i know it's and it's really exciting i i really am excited about everything happening in smith's cove i think smith's cove is exciting we know it's going to take several episodes to really get through that and there i feel like there's going to be a lot to digest there but once we get done there and get a further understanding of smith's cove is when we will be armed with the knowledge of what is potentially possible among the swamp because if this is original depositors Mm -hmm. then we are really getting a better an even better idea eyes on what they're capable of not that we don't know that they are capable of amazing things if they've been fording us for how long and it's just i wouldn't i wouldn't put it past the swamp being both two islands kind of merged mm-hmm. this and, whole man-made yeah, idea yeah the man like the swamp have having uh they kind of put a what is it like a dam oh you mean it. like the one we found in smith's cove <laughs> maybe not quite like that oh. but maybe but it's kind of if we let's say it is a dam it's proof that this is possible yes right yes so if that's what it is if that's what it is it, as it, if it turns out to be something like that, then great. Mm-hmm. We're just showing that they are master builders. So what if it turns out that it's like like the U-shaped structure is a something just to hold a fishing pole? <laughs> you know, something like really boring. Something like if my father was going to build it, he would have engineered it to death and made it highly complex like that. And yeah, and all it did was hold a fishing pole. Uh huh. But it would have been the best fishing pole holder ever. <laughs> sure. Yes. Um, 
I'd, I'll be a little disappointed. <laughs> I'm just oh. saying, like, you you got all these expectations that it's mm-hmm. going to be, like, an you know, some kind of groundbreaking structure that, right. you know, like, something you wouldn't expect that would have been possible back in the day. And they, you know, maybe that's because it wasn't. And maybe this is just something that held their fishing poles or something. I'm, you know, okay. I'm... We've already had that with the Mega Bin uh, just being a poop hole. So I've had enough of that. And let's just go with it's something much more exciting. Mm. Hey, I I hope you are correct. I do too. I'll be optimistic on it as well. But I'm just, I'm preparing myself in case it's something not very exciting. This is very out of character for you. No, because I'm not going to do that with the 90 foot stone. Okay. That is a 90-foot stone. That thing was pulled out of the money pit back in 1805 or whatever it was. Pulled right? out from underneath NASCAD. <laughs> it was. It gets pulled out of underneath hey, a lot of things. You know what? That there was that kind of that big stone had no place in that basement. What what is a big stone like that doing down there? Bean foundation. No. Okay, I tried. I don't think so. It's Maybe it's like a grave marker. Maybe those are like initials and they're like disturbing. Oh, man. I just opened a can of superstitions now. No, no, no. But I don't know. I'm just preparing myself that if it's like not that cool, then I won't be so disappointed. Okay, wait a second. You're prepared for the 90-foot stone, (laughs) but and this is like... No, I've it's come a to relatively terms, small rock. I've come to terms that the 90-foot stone, if you don't ever find any additional proof of like writings on it, mm-hmm. that's fine with me because I still believe it is what it is. I can't imagine it not being what... In the eyewitness accounts from back in the day, mm-hmm. they may have gotten the initials wrong, mm-hmm. but back in the, what is it, the early 1900s, the guy that, uh, I forgot his name, but he's the guy that was mm-hmm. in charge of the dig operation back when Franklin Roosevelt was on the team. He had an eyewitness account of seeing the 90-foot stone at that shop, and it had two initials carved into it. Mm-hmm. In his report, it said J and M. And I could see where you would get that. Yeah, that's that's fine. He, it, it, he, he got it wrong, but he, I don't know. He got it. Right, that there was two initials, got the wrong letters, that's fine. It's close enough for me. <laughs> okay, but you're and... also prepared for Smith's Cove mm-hmm. to be a fishing pole holder. <laughs> I, I just want to make sure I'm being clear here. <laughs> I'm not, no. I was just <laughs> suggesting that it, it could be something that's not as cool as you think it is. It was that was that was an example of something lame, okay? <laughs> Hey, fishing pole holders are cool, but <laughs> this would be a little too elaborate for that. I, I think you're, I agree. Okay. Okay, that's good. So <laughs> I don't think it's a fishing pole holder. It's just an example. He totally thinks it is. <laughs> so that being said, you are wrong. Okay. So, wow. there There's a lot going on here. So was there any examples of Charles Barkhouse misdirecting people this week? Oh, there was something I thought I saw when they were uncovering. Well, he was very eager to uncover some um, Roman numerals, but, Mm -hmm. you know, he was eager to share what they were, and he was pointing (laughs) out all the different ones. It's like he knew. Yeah. Yeah, no, he was just in there digging, doing his thing. (laughs) Yeah. So not too worried about Charles this week. He's not, like, pushing anybody in the mud or (laughs) anything like that. Everybody's so dirty this episode. Oh, yeah. Except for Gary. 
don't know. Marty's just kind of, he, he stands at the edge of the pit a lot. <laughs> hey, somebody's got to direct the troops. Yeah, he's he knows where his threshold's at. He's he doesn't like it dirty. He's like you. He, he'll he stand at the edge of the pit. <laughs> Maybe he's got a bad back, too. Maybe. You never know. No, but I don't know. It was a fun episode. I enjoyed it. Like, mm-hmm. um, I, I saw a few people on uh, line that said, wow, I could have just, if I would have just uh, only watched the preview from the prior week, mm-hmm. I would have had everything I needed. No, that is not the, that is not the case. There was more. There was so much more of the U-shaped structure. There was nothing, like, all they showed was the wall last week in mm-hmm. the preview. So, but granted, they did show kind of the end of the episode mm-hmm. in that preview. There was more, uh, what do I want to say, recap and such this week than we had seen the previous week, but. Oh, well. It was still a great episode. Lots of great information. And Don't you love seeing that U-shaped structure exposed? I do. That was Especially cool. the overhead shot. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, like the drone shots of that was really cool. It's funny how small it is compared to what they have. The cofferdam? Yeah. I was like, whoa. <laughs> and that seemed like this massive scale at yeah. one time, well, right? They, they had to kind of overkill copper dam no i totally agree with that i'm just saying let's say it's original depositors Mm -hmm. can you imagine building that coffer dam that probably felt like overkill Mm -hmm. at the time yeah (laughs) it'd be funny if you can uh transport whoever was kind of the lead of that to Mm -hmm. nowadays just just so that he can see what smith's cove looks like now or to shake him and be like, where is it? And what were you doing? <laughs> That'd be a better one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That would be They're like, guys, this was just like our beach hangout. And <laughs> sometimes we got bored and dug holes. And then we threw things in it. Yeah. It would be great if it was just like some completely like a fishing pole holder <laughs> type of island. I don't know. Something really funny. Like just about making red glass and secret recipes written in code <laughs> you know there's that uh, throw okay. back to the what was that the first episode or second i think second second episode sneak peek let's talk about that mm, okay where they see the like the two flat rocks kind of laid against each other rick was pointing out that's not something nature would do mm-hmm. or i'd like to see nature do that or yeah, something so. like that do you see water and charles points to it, he goes yeah like right there <laughs> trickling out and we're like are we all looking at the same thing <laughs> and it's like yeah i'd call those box drains watch it's gonna be something completely different maybe it's the original lazy river <laughs> i'm a what? big fan of lazy rivers no it would be more like the original water slide because oh that's true it's like enclosed i kinda don't like, want to hit my head on like that the goonies water slide no wonder there's so many bones like <laughs> everywhere you would die on that water slide yeah so i don't know we'll have to just wait and see next week what that is hopefully it gives them something that to really sink their teeth into i want to i want to learn more i hope it's legit box drains mm-hmm. yeah me too. right now all it looks like is two stones leaned up against each other and <laughs> right to me i i don't know you know i've seen there's plenty of examples of rocks kind of just standing upright by you know without anything near them uh, in nature there's a rock can have like erosion under it and kind of make it so that it collapses onto another rock and forms a kind of weird shape 
Yeah, but Who they're knows? really flat. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see. Obviously. Hopefully they can get deeper, like much deeper mm-hmm. underneath that in that area so that you can see if it's classic Oak Island. It's, it's going to be it, like it, Jack said something about French drain, right? Mm-hmm. So is that what the box drain is? Just like a bunch of rocks so that the water can go, you know, have well, a, a way to a path to the money pit without having it have to be a tunnel. There's several types of ways to do it. It just depends on mm. who built it, what it's built for, what direction you're trying to get it flow, what its ultimate goal is. Mm-hmm. Classic Oak Island. <laughs> Classic Oak Island. Yep. So, I don't know. We'll, well, s- we'll see what the future holds. I'm excited for next week. You know what's funny? What? I just said, we'll see what the future holds, but this was filmed months ago. <laughs> That's true. We'll see what the past holds. Yeah, pretty much. That's actually... Barely know, like in real time. Exactly what this entire thing is about. Let's see what the past holds. Pretty much, in that a nutshell. That should be their new tagline. Let's see what the past holds. <laughs> okay. You know what I want to talk about? What? Last week's clot-worthy moment. A clot-worthy moment. That's okay. kind of important. Yeah, so one thing before we uh, reveal the winner of the clot-worthy moment, just a quick refresher. Mm-hmm. The reason it's called the clot-worthy moment. Can you explain that? Yes. The reason it's called the clot-worthy moment is because the narrator's name is Robert Clotworthy. And he always says the funniest and best lines of the whole show, you mm-hmm. know, in a in a could it be kind of his in his trademark voice. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And he's been known for this. Manganese. Remember, he's handed a script, guys, and he reads it. It, And he does it really good because I think he he puts just the right. The flair. He says it the right way. I don't know. It wouldn't be the same show without him. Oh, yeah. No, it wouldn't. No. It wouldn't work. Well, I mean, I guess it probably would be the same show without him. But yeah, it would it, just be Oak Island without Robert Plotworthy yeah, and but a different he, narrator. He, he makes it's part of the flow. He is, yeah, he, he's essential in my opinion. Anyway, it's named after the narrator, and it's his moment of the show, which is just what we think is kind of the best, funniest line from him, and we like to pick have, a couple, and we like to have people vote on him. So the winner. From last week is our choices were a hand forged spike or the arm of the U-shaped structure. All right, here's the winner of the clotworthy moment for last week. The arm of the U-shaped structure. <laughs> so the arm won. Yes, the I fought the arm and the arm won. <laughs> Pretty much. And it, it was kind of a landslide victory. 77%. Woo. Woo, 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 woo. <laughs> You're funny. Oh, yes. Why do we always do this in the evening when I'm tired and start getting delirious making weird, like, dad or mom jokes, you know? <laughs> eh, oh, well. Eh. Meh. Meh. It's good. I I, uh, I enjoy your, your mom jokes. It's fine. <laughs> okay, so this week. Yes. We have two new ones. Okay. So the first one is. Five feet of wood. Five feet of wood. And the second one is... A wooden wall. A wooden wall? Dun, dun, dun. So this week, it's wood versus wood. <laughs> wood versus wood. <laughs> Which wood do you like better? Uh, Wood from the money pit? So five. that would be five feet of wood. Boom. Well, okay, sorry. I can't vote. Okay, well... If I were voting and I were influencing other people, I would say 
the wooden wall. Nah. But but I don't know. Five feet of wood is pretty <laughs> hilarious. Like they're both good. Let's, I'm a let's let tone. everybody else vote. Okay. This this week on Wood vs. Wood Island. Because, you know, Oak Island. Yes. You know, all the oak. Okay. I get it. That's good. I'm glad. Okay. So where do you vote for your clot-worthy moment? You go to Twitter and you find our, you look us up on Twitter. Our Twitter handle is at Oak Island Pod. Yes. Of, of course. You can always find us on Facebook or Instagram at Oak Island Podcast. Yes, and if you want to, if you want to reach out to us, you can email us, and that is oakislandpodcast at gmail dot com. Perfect. All right, and I want to read one review this week. Okay. And it's from Facebook, not iTunes. Oh, that's fun. Yeah. So we have a review from Jennifer Holvek, and it says Dustin and Deidre are really involved fans and experienced treasure hunters that really know what they're talking about. I would recommend this podcast to anyone that loves the show. Aww. Isn't that nice? It is nice. Thank you. Yeah, thanks, Jennifer. Yeah, I really appreciate that. If you would like to, you can feel free to leave us a review on Facebook or iTunes or any other place that does podcast reviews. Mm -hmm. If you leave us a review, we'll be happy to read it on the air. And we just want to thank everybody that has given us a review again. So thanks a lot. Yep, that is how new people find us, and we greatly appreciate your time listening and your feedback. We love hearing from you guys. Yeah, like, so thank you so much. Yeah, we can't say that enough. Until next time. Could it be? I would say holy shimola. <laughs> <laughs>